on this episode. It's so funny though, because like as you get older, it would seem like it's almost a disadvantage. Like, but then now you're like that small number, yeah. right? Because you've never been married. Yeah. But so you're like clean slated, man. You're like a guy Carfax. Like, no damage. No permanent damage from done. All right. His frame's still good. He hasn't been cracked yet. He didn't have an accident with an Escalade. Right? This is not a salvage title, ladies. This guy's got a clean guy fax. I haven't had a clean guy fax since I was like 12. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another death-defying edition of No Country for Old Mark and Juan. And when I say death-defying, I mean Juan is literally defying death for another day. (laughs) (laughs) So, Juan, how's it been going? Uh, You know, uh, it's been going actually pretty well. Actually, uh, today was kind of a good turnaround day. I, I decided today I wasn't doing shit. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, I pretty much knocked that out of the park, so I feel pretty good about it. Cool. Yeah. It's been a uh, in the podcast land over here between Juan and I. It's been kind of a whack week because the week before we had technical issues and weren't able to record. We kept losing, you know, audio files and having other technical issues. And then we got to be able to record episode six, which we felt was really good, really just good quality, very funny, felt really, really good about it. And then my internet went out. And so I thought, oh, okay, you know, I'll call the internet company and then they'll come out, you know, maybe the next day and fix it. So I scheduled an appointment and, uh, (coughs) and they said, okay, we'll be out. It was this Wednesday. They said, we'll be in on Friday. So Friday came around. I waited around all day for them to come, waited, waited. Finally at four o'clock I called and I was like, hey, you know, where's this technician? And the lady goes, oh, well, um, let me look up your records. Oh, okay, well, I see what happened. Uh, it looks appears to be that we scheduled an appointment for you, but uh, we didn't, uh, like, assign it to a technician, so nobody was ever going to come today. And I was like, what? So then she said, yeah. I was like, well, I need some, someone to come out, like, ASAP. Well, we're going to be out in like four days. So I was really mad because four days would have made it a week without internet. And like, unacceptable. I mean, like, I can understand, like, you know, you're busy, you have a schedule. One day, maybe two. That's fine. I live in Houston. It's not like I live out in the sticks. And suddenly, they're a big, you know, company. They should have, you know, decent customer service and be able to get someone out relatively quickly. But they told me four days. So I was mad. So I got onto Twitter and I just blasted them because when you're dealing with corporations and you really just need to embarrass them and trash talk how bad they are on Twitter because then usually immediately you'll get some pretty good results I've learned and someone messaged said you know oh we're sorry that happened DM us and we'll you know help you out they got me an earlier appointment and then I said hey you know I'm not gonna have internet for this long you're gonna give me a credit on this and like prorate my account they're like yeah yeah we'll take care of that so moral of the story is I hate social media, but it does serve a purpose sometimes, and it's nice to be back. Sometimes you gotta be the squeaky wheel. 
Yeah, sometimes you just got to make a big fuss. I don't, I don't like naturally, I'm not the type of person that likes to make a fuss. But every once in a while, well, like, okay, for my job right now, I, a lot of my work is customer service oriented. So I really just know how to take care of the customer. So when someone's like doing the opposite of what I do for my customers, it just really grates on me. And I'm like, you know what? I need to really, you know, do something about this and just make sure that, you know, I get the services that I'm paying for. I'm paying a hundred bucks a month for internet. It's the fastest internet I should get. I should have service. Yeah. At that rate, you should be a top priority too. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I'm doing this for a podcast. I need good internet. I even went to Starbucks to try and get some other work done, and it just wasn't working. So I wound up packing up my desktop computer, going over to a friend's house and doing it over there because then that way I actually – because I had a lot of work to do for this podcast. I was submitting the podcast and, you know, signing up for – Google and Spotify and all the other platforms that we're on and everything and trying to get all that squared away. And I had to wait on it for a couple days and finally I just said, forget it. I'm just going to go do it in someone else's house. But we're back. You know, for you, the listener, you haven't missed a beat. Hopefully, unless, you know, for some reason you've been busy and you haven't been listening to us. But we're back and we're up now. The first five are up. The first five are out there for you. And yeah, hope you all enjoy it. And our first listener was from Australia of all places. Gotta love the Aussies. Yeah, the, some of the people that will tolerate us. <laughs> Apparently, they're at our level there. <laughs> there are people. It's our people. Juan even <laughs> said what I, this, this, earlier today, I said, hey, you know, our first listener is from Australia. And he was like, was it Seahawk? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Right out of the gate. <laughs> but I was like, you know what? He, he, sea captain, he might be in Australia and probably wants to, something to listen to in his long journey across the Pacific. And maybe he found us. And we just hope he doesn't find us, you know, individually. Because that would be terrifying. Yeah, it needs to be a solo mission. <laughs> But, so that after, you know, I just had a quick question here, Juan, before we get into things. Uh, seeing how this has kind of been a trend for the podcast, I've just been wondering, how is your family going to interrupt you today? Okay, here's the deal. I literally <laughs> went out today and, and bought a, a MacBook Air, an older <laughs> one, so that I could be mobile. <laughs> so I literally now... I'm sitting in my man cave, which is a pole barn, and I'm not expecting to be interrupted at all. And <laughs> you then, don't have food with you. No, I don't have any food out here. That should keep them away. <laughs> so that took all of six minutes, and we got interrupted. <laughs> you know, that was my fault for bringing it up. <laughs> I'm trying, man. No, that, that, here's the thing. That probably's not. You know, it's you know, it's really funny. It was, it's pouring rain out there, man. Really? Like it's about a 200 foot walk between yeah. the house and the in the pole barn where I'm at right now. And uh, but this is my this is my comfort zone out here. So. Oh yeah. The first thing I wanted to do when we get into this today was I wanted to share something with the listeners and with Juan. So in the previous episode, episode six, we had made mention of a certain Vietnamese woman who was really funny. And her name, or I'm just going to give her first name away. Her name is Hang. 
and she's really <laughs> funny. I saw her get on Sunday, and you may so, have to t- say what that last one is because, gosh, you're gonna leave that literally hanging. Like that's <laughs> you can't, you can't do. I'm sorry, hang. You better, you better be hanging something. I, I don't know. Maybe no, no. Fuck it. Just leave it out. <laughs> that's a great start, by the way. Nice. <laughs> So, she, uh, <laughs> that's her first name. Yeah, her first name is Hang. What up, Hang? <laughs> she's she's really cool. She's uh, one of Jasmine's closest friends. And so, Jasmine had told her I had talked about her in the previous episode. She, she bombarded my email. Like, I want to hear it. 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 So, I sent her a link and she couldn't get it working so she sent me like a string of emails probably like 20 emails like i can't get it to work and i'm trying to help her and finally she went on a rant and she just was like what the fuck this doesn't find work and it was she used the word fuh and it probably like the soup probably a good like eight times and which just had me rolling so then she listened to it she was listening to it on her commute she said she got back that evening she listened to half on the way to work half on the way back and i just wanted to uh, quick preface this for those of you who haven't listened to episode six, go back and listen to it because Juan makes a certain joke about shooting and women, and I'm not going to repeat it, but oh. hang reference. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I remember that. <clears throat> so she, she wrote back to me after she had finished and listened to it. And she <laughs> said, and I'm going to quote this. She said, I didn't realize men can talk as much as me. Wow. All I heard was you laughing your guts out the entire time. I enjoyed it, except for the part when Juan shot too close. <laughs> like I said, uh, I, I, <laughs> I thought I thought with the editing it would be a little more uh, aggressive. <laughs> so didn't really think I was gonna have to defend my multiple shootings. <laughs> and I, I was going to to edit a world that. audience, uh, <laughs> and I just decided not to. But there, there, there's no more shootings going to be mentioned. <laughs> See, I've learned, you know, if you if, sometimes it's best not to edit because then Juan can listen to himself back later and just be totally like embarrassed and be like, "Oh my gosh, I can't believe I said that," and that it's probably a better way to learn. <laughs> You'd think I would. Uh, <laughs> it's not the first time. <laughs> Won't be the last either. Probably not. Sorry, <laughs> Hank. So, yeah, that was our new section called uh, What the Fuh with Hang. And, yeah, what the fuck Juan say this week? <laughs> <laughs> Every week I'll have to do like a five-minute apology to whoever <laughs> the hell I went too far with. So... <laughs> Eventually, oh, yeah. eventually, you're none of you are safe. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it was funny though, because in another later on, another message she said, once you she she said once I heard Juan, I already knew half of the things that would come out of his mouth, especially after his hookers in Vegas for thirteen thousand dollars comment. <laughs> Which and then she said, please don't bring him salsa dancing. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You can't show up. You can't show up. No. Yeah. No. That's not. That's a no go. Yeah. That's really funny though. 
Oh, she's she's hilarious. She's so funny. Oh, uh, so yeah. By the way, uh, my <laughs> my ego is so large that I would I would never solicit a prostitute. I'm not paying for shit. So that was clearly a joke. I uh, I'm way I'm way too cheap and have way too high self esteem to, to pay for sex. Yeah. So. Yeah, I also got a great her- wife. I already paid for her. Believe me, that's a lot. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, also, this weekend, since I haven't talked to you in a couple days, Jasmine said something else really, really funny. Like the more and more I get to know her, the, she just has a great sense of humor. She said. So we were. She was looking through this like instagram account for like she's half mexican so she's looking through this instagram account and it's like funny mexican jokes and half of them are in spanish and i don't understand them and she's like reading them to me and stuff so she comes to one and it was like like a guy selling tamales at a like a walmart or a home depot parking lot and so i said and, you know, that happens here all the time. Like, those people have the best tamales. So jealous, man. Seriously. That doesn't like, happen here. I live right near a Home Depot and a Walmart. And I can go there almost any day. And there's going to be a guy or an old lady, usually an old lady, like, with a pickup truck. And they're selling tamales out of a cooler in the back. And they're the best tamales in the world. So I said, hey, Jasmine. I was like, you know, <laughs> does any does it, do they do that in Mexico? Do people sell tamales out of the back of you know, there are cars and stuff in parking lots in Mexico. And she looked at me, looked really annoyed and said, well, no, they just make tamales for themselves. Everybody does it there. And I was like, oh, okay, I guess that makes sense. And she said, it would be like old white ladies walking around in parking lots. And she, no, wait, how did she word it? She said, it would be the same thing as if like, you know, she said, can you see like old white ladies walking around like parking lots in Mexico selling hamburgers? And I was like, no, but that would be really funny. I guess when you put it that way, it does sound a little odd, doesn't it? Yeah. And so I was like, okay, you're quite humorous. And yeah, that made me laugh really well. But it was also because it was like 4.30 in the morning, too. <coughs> Dude, at 4.30 so. in the morning, either everything is funny or you're pissed off. There's, <laughs> yeah. no, there's no other reasons, you know. Uh, yeah. And then yesterday when I was working at Starbucks, I don't work there. I was doing the work for the podcast there. I saw a guy who reminded me of your dad. And do you want to know why? (laughs) Yeah, I absolutely want to know why. So he came in with a really, really old and baggy, torn up wife beater. And his nipples were hanging out. (laughs) <laughs> just like your dad's the first time I met your dad. The only different thing was was that he was wearing, you know, more than the bikini underwear your dad was wearing when I met him. Yeah, dad had a lot of self-confidence. So. <laughs> Maybe that's so, where you got it. <laughs> I don't know, man, but uh, I, th- I used to think, oh, my God, it's, oh, it looks terrible. Now I'm like, can I do that to my kids? <laughs> <laughs> but isn't that like... I think that's just kind of fun when i was younger my dad used to roll around in the bikini underwear that's what he would wear pretty much just all the time and like for me it was like not a weird thing because you just grew up with it and then i got older and i was like okay i have a girlfriend i'm coming home from college and i gotta warn her about this <laughs> you know it's funny you mentioned that this reminds me and i don't normally tell this story because I don't usually remember many stories, but this one I never forgot. 
I had a party at my house, right? And uh, it was something similar like that or something. And uh, anyway, some girl, I don't know, she was in her underwear or something, dancing or something stupid. And I thought it'd be funny, so I ran back in my room and I got like some like gag thong thing or something for like a gift. Right? Yeah. So I put this thing on. I run back out. There's like 30 people at the house. I run back out just wearing the thong, right? To like be funny. Yeah. But the thing was fucked up though. I ran out too quick. There was a stack of magazines like <laughs> sitting in the living room floor. I yeah. hit the top of that shit with my one foot. Did the splits went up in the air onto my back, right? <laughs> Almost knocked myself out cold <laughs> in front of everyone, right? <laughs> it's bad enough that it happened, that I did this stupid-ass thing to myself. Yeah. But the worst is, when you go down in that outfit, in that nobody's helping you out, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, like... Fucked up. I'm all, I'm trying. I'm just all on my own, man. And nobody is helping me. The, the the level of laughter is beyond, you know, beyond what I beyond what I probably would have hoped for. So yeah, I don't do any uh, weird underwear moves anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's. I wish I'd been there for that because, and it's one of those things you obviously haven't forgotten either. No, so. <laughs> I still got people trying to get at me for therapy money. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. <coughs> so, I, uh, other than that, uh, I was surprised that you bought a computer today because I thought your truck would have taken all the money after your little uh, tire incident. Oh uh, no, this is just a used, uh, cheap. You know, deal. Okay. But uh, yeah, Pat. Uh, I when I borrowed her car about a week ago or whatever, and a deer ran into the side of it while I was driving it. <laughs> Apparently, it did quite a bit of damage. So <laughs> she had to get a rental car, and that so her car's in the shop. So she had the rental car, got rear-ended today in the rental car. What? Yeah, total that sucker. Oh my so she had, goodness! Now she's she's so pissed because like it's a holiday weekend, so there's yeah. like no cool like rentals left. Ah. So she's stuck with some like shit. Uh, oh, dude, it's a caravan. <laughs> and uh, let's just say Pat it feels she's a little above that. <laughs> so she's like, "Thanks, thanks a lot." First, you wrecked my car, then the rental comes, and I got to ri- drive a damn caravan all weekend. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's in good company because that's what my brother and his uh, wife have. But theirs is the Chrysler version. So well, that's a town and country. Yeah. yeah, but it's, those are tend to be a little higher end. It's just got a different badge on it, a little bit nicer stuff in it, you know. And then the little boys go in there and destroy everything because, you know, they're boys. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And then I kill them. Bye. <laughs> My sons, man, like, they're, I mean, every kid's messy. I remember being messy. Yeah. That's why I think I'm just going to start letting them be a little messier. I think I've been a little, I've been a little too strict on the, (laughs) you know. On the kids being kids thing? Well, here's the thing. My rule is if I walk in the room and I smell it. That's bad. That's too dirty. Yeah. That's way too dirty. Yeah. I just had a brain fart. This is not good. Oh, okay. I've had brain fart days, man. <laughs> brain fart days. Like, I was, seriously, I it wasn't even that long. It was about a year ago. Yeah. There was like seven or eight hours of the same day yeah. that I actually completely forgot 
And it was only like that that amount of time later I realized I don't remember what happened today. I yeah. was like, I found out I didn't sleep. I just, you know, I uh, I must have maxed out my RAM. <laughs> yeah. Just shut that shit right down. Couldn't remember anything. I mean, usually it's like an event I don't remember or something I said half an hour ago. But yeah. not not whole sections of a yeah. day. So that yeah. was kind of weird. But it didn't happen again. Until now. <laughs> 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 Who are you? <laughs> yeah that ha- i was super tired this afternoon and i fell asleep and i woke up like an hour and a half later and i don't take naps because if i do it just like throws me off completely. oh yeah man that's a wrap it completely throws me off so like i woke up at four until and then literally until like eh, three or four hours after i was just out of it confused and so now i'm like trying to like look at my notes and i'm like what I can't, oh, I can't see. My brain's not working. So I learned. I thought, oh, I'll sleep for 20 minutes and I'll feel recharged. And yeah, that was a mistake. But anyways, we're still here and we're still going. But anyways, that was going to lead into. <coughs> I was here. A lot somebody. of editing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> 20 minutes in and I got another hour's worth of editing. Well, but it's not a big deal. So I was hearing this week and a guy was talking about. He made some really good points about like going after your dreams or going after like your goals, which got me really thinking about that. And I had some actually pretty good conversations because I tend, I know, I should say most people I know are really goal oriented and they're like hyper focused on it, which is fine. And it's good to a certain extent because... Because for me, coming from like my background, like I've, I've lost some people really close to me. They died. And that just gave me some really good perspective on what really matters in life. What, what really matters most? Is it my job? Is it my career? Is it making a lot of money? Is it setting myself up for retirement? And I'm not saying those things aren't important, but let's say I work for you know 40 years and I have all this, I have all this money and I set up and then what do I have when I retire? You know, like if you don't have it invested in your family or your friends, then you don't really have anyone to share anything with. And along the way, you've done all this work and you haven't really experienced a life with other people. Now, I'm, there's, I think there's a fine line to it. And this guy was making some really good points about that. And that just was making me think because here I am, I'm working my normal job and then I'm doing this podcast work till like 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night, almost every night. And I was just like, you know, I need to take the time out of my day to spend it with my family. I need to say yes to, like, my family when they want to do something. Like, a couple hours ago, my nephews came over and they're like, do you want to play baseball with us? And I was like, I got a ton of stuff to do, but, you know, I'm just going to go ahead and say yes because this stuff will still be here later. And like, How is he single? <laughs> I am so glad that I am not competing with your ass. <laughs> He's just so nice. <laughs> Setting aside his... Ah, it's beautiful. <laughs> Sorry, man. You were swooning me. I, it's just like, I don't know where he's going with this, but that is a great man. <laughs> 
Well, it's 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 like something really good to think about because I've had like I have friends and I have have I know people in my life and my family and I've been in relationships where. You know, either I'm so goal-oriented or the other person or the other family member or girlfriend or whatever, they're so goal-oriented or so caught up in whatever, like, you're missing out on things. Like, I had a job once where I worked every weekend, at least part of every weekend, and I missed out on family stuff for, like, four years because I was working every weekend. Like, family would have a family vacation. Couldn't do it. Family had a, you know, like, my nephew's first birthday. I missed that because I was working. And I was like, I could have like figured something out to spend a couple hours or the afternoon or whatever with my nephew. And I didn't because, Oh no, I got to be working. And it's just, and this was even after like the accident, my mom and my sister-in-law died. It's just something that I get a little bit older. And I'm thinking about that. Like all this other stuff is important, but it was just making me think like, what good is it going to be? Hypothetically say, let's say this podcast becomes really popular and we make money and I can set aside money and I all set up for the rest of my life, you know, and I can do this and we can do something in broadcasting and this leads to where I want it to go because I have goals for this and I have dreams that I want to achieve by doing this podcast with you. And, you know, there's a place uh, I'm trying to go, but I'm like, if I'm working so hard that I'm not spending time with my friends or I'm not spending time with my family or I'm not spending time with the woman that I'm interested in dating right now, she ain't going to put up with that. She's going to be like, man, you know, like, I'm going to spend some time Don't with you. Don't be slipping, Jasmine. You heard him. <laughs> he said right now. That's right. Don't be slacking. I've been, I've been <laughs> this last weekend, what these last jerk. two weeks. These last, these every these last couple weekends, I've been making more time to like go hang out with her and get to know her and stuff, and it's been really good. I even took this last weekend. I took my computer and my stuff over to her place because I went over there, and I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna like do work while I'm at her house." So I brought it and I started to do it, and I was like. I shouldn't be doing this. Like I can do this tomorrow. I can do this another day. And I went into like that weekend with the intention of, I'm going to get all this work done at her house. And then I got there and I was like, I can't do that because like, I'm, I'm not here to work. I'm here to like get to know her. And I was like, I need to like really keep my priorities straight. And I was honestly, I was kind of struggling with that because in the back of my mind, I was like, I could be getting this done. I could be getting that done. And then finally I was like, no, forget it. Like, you know, like I need to invest in the things that are really important and I'm going to be able to invest in, you know, the podcast and my job and these other things. I'll just got to like manage my time a little bit better. And that can be kind of hard sometimes because it's really easy to compare at least in this particular instance, it's really easy to compare myself with like other people where they've gotten to where they want to go. Like other podcasters who've gotten really successful. And I'm like, man, I would love to get to that spot, but I need to put in a lot of work. And so like I get too focused on that amount of work that I want to put into it so I can achieve my goals, but I don't want to lose touch and lose focus on the things that really matter. Well, and the other thing is too, is uh, the backbone of, our podcast is based in relationship comedy. Yeah. It's, it's somebody we knew. It's somebody identifying with a relationship we have with, you know, someone in our, in our loop, friends, family, yeah. whatever. And that's yeah. what makes people laugh. So, yeah, if we're not spending time developing and cultivating all those relationships, we literally will just not have a podcast. Yeah. You can't, yeah. you know, I, I mean, 
I'm getting old, so I probably tell the same stories multiple times. <laughs> I don't even know. Well, I mean, my kids, my kids tell me I do. <laughs> and uh, I believe them because uh, their brains are still all there, I think. <laughs> so, but yeah, so no, I totally agree with you on that. And I, my thing is, I just, I, it's not finding, it's easy for me to find time because I'm at home primarily most of the time now. Um, it's the hiding. I, I need to hide more so that I can have this podcast. Yeah. And uh, I'm I'm slowly, I think eventually I might end up underground. I don't know. I might have to dig a bunker. <laughs> Stamp kids keep finding me. <laughs> They're like, I bet he's out in the barn. Ah! <laughs> I tried to schedule the podcast for a rainy, stormy night. Ah! <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's true. It's, but where else are you going to meet? You know, or have interesting, interesting conversations with people like uh, hung. Yeah, hang, not hung. Oh, sorry. <laughs> That was not intentional, I swear <laughs> to you. I guess I'm just subliminally that shitty. I didn't mean it that way. You're just hanging, not hung. Sorry. That's, does she know any Marshall? She's going to kill me, isn't she? <laughs> you know what? I think we should just sit down and eat together. We'll be all right. Yeah, yeah. She cooks. No. I, I want to taste something on this cookware. <laughs> yeah, I don't think a... Uh, I don't think it would be a problem if she met you. Like, even Jasmine, because Jasmine, they'll both be able to fire right back and hang with you. I mean, if they can do that with me, they can do it with well, you. Well, I was going to say, go a little if, farther they can than handle, me. if they can handle your uh, temperament, and, you know, they can definitely handle me. Yeah. I'm, I'm, a, I'm even a simpler version. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is really fun, because it's just fun to be around people who are just, you know, they're, they're accepting and they're like, oh, yeah, you know, like they may not exactly talk that way or joke that way, but they don't get all wound up about it, which is nice. Yeah, I, I don't get my ass kicked too often. <laughs> There's been a couple close calls. <laughs> yeah. But not, not lately. Not lately. <laughs> I'm really getting good at diffusing angry people. I now can see immediately when I've said something wrong. Like, it used to, like, be too late by the time I realized it. Like, they're already charging me. Yeah. Now it's, like, the second I slip up, I see that there's, like, a change in their face. Yeah. So at that point, I basically size them up, and if they're too big, I run. That's yeah. where I go. I I may or may not have done that recently. <laughs> Just, I saw that look, and I was like, too far? Yes, Mark, too far. And I was like, Okay, sorry. <laughs> this is what I meant. My bad. Well, you know, and that that I will say that. You've actually even heard me say that. I, I like I've it's like a confirmation, like uh was was that too far? Yeah. They were too short, but that was the whole point. That's yeah, we're never forgetting that. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> well, we can add that to the list. Yeah. You know, I I I is it weird <laughs> oh, is this weird? Is it weird that I, like, want to prepare for my funeral. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, let me explain. I, I made a video for my funeral where yeah. it, I talked to the people. Because, God, you're not shutting me up. <laughs> uh, 
Even after you're dead, you won't right. stop talking. Right. I'm just going <laughs> to. Yeah. And you're going to listen to every damn word I have to say. <laughs> but. To, and just drag it on. Right. It's like three hours. To be redundant. No, I. But I, you know, because I, I really felt like it'd be cool if at that time, you know, I kind of like give everyone a shout out, you know? Yeah. And, you know, I just, I thought that'd always be really cool. I, whenever I mention people go, that's just so, why would, you know? <laughs> but I don't know. I, I always thought that'd be really cool. Be like, it actually is and not I'd a bad idea. I'd even like idea. to thank those who really don't give a shit that I'm gone, <laughs> but at least showed up. I appreciate that. It's a lot of <laughs> extenuating circumstances with you're on the fringes of the family, you're a boyfriend <laughs> or a girlfriend of someone. Thanks for coming anyway and supporting them. Appreciate it. You're still going to get some free food. Because that's the other thing. In my funeral, I want there to be like full on food. Oh, yeah. You know, and stuff like that. So it's like, I, I prefer to think of it like celebrate a person's life. Yeah. You know? And and I, I wish I could be a fly on the wall at my own <laughs> funeral because, man, that'd be some funny shit. Oh, yeah. The stuff that people would stick, you know, like in with me would yeah. be, that would be a funny collection of things, I think. Because <laughs> over the years, you know, like I've changed and I, I hate to say the word grown, but, uh, or matured, <laughs> but anyways... <laughs> You know, I I can see a lot of things going in that casket, man. I, it might look awkward in the end. <laughs> Stuff falling out. Uh. Yeah, I can think of what I can already think of what I'll put in there. See, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the most awkward photo of you I own. Oh no, <laughs> that would. Oh my, what if you had that as your thing, right? Yeah, everyone's required to bring the most awkward photo you have of me. <laughs> And just slip it in there. But the deal is, it can be the only copy left, and it burns with me. Out of respect. <laughs> Finally, I get some respect. Dude, this is going to be a party. <laughs> That's kind of what I was going for. And then afterward, you know, like, have a live band. I don't know. Yeah. Just celebrate. Because I think so often that people always think of that stuff as like, it's the end. I don't know. I just believe those people are sleeping, and I'll see them again sometime. Yeah. You know, so... Uh, I, I, it's so easy to people get wrapped up into the, I think a lot of times when people pass, I know we talk about it a lot, but it's like, they get so wrapped up in wanting to, almost not wanting, but having that need to really feel bad. Yeah. And, and then, but you know, as part of the grieving process, at some point it's like, okay to celebrate the good things about that person's life and the things that you remember and the things that made you laugh. So that's kind of what. I want, and I actually think about that stuff a lot. So yeah, one of these days I'm gonna have to shoot a new video though, because in my last video I was like 40 pounds lighter, <laughs> and I had way more friends. So I'm gonna have to <laughs> slim it down. Slim it down. Slim down the video, but you're just bigger in it. Yeah, I'm taking up more data that way. <laughs> That's I, actually. I don't know how I got off on that, but. It's just something that pops in my head a lot because I don't. Here's the thing: it's like a lot of kind of like what you're saying. It's like, okay, but when you're gone, what mark did you leave on this on this world? You exactly. Know what, I mean? what what do people remember you for? Were you any kind of an asset to yeah. anyone? I mean, yeah, you can raise your kids and you hope that they're successful and happy and all those things. But I mean, aside from that, as an individual person, what? did I do to I hopefully you know 
better this world rather yeah. than tear it down, you know? Yeah. And, and that's... That, my legacy, I would hope to be that no matter what, thick or thin, at some point I made you laugh. Maybe pee your pants. If that's, if I did that, then, you know, I, f- I actually feel like I gave something, you know? Yeah. Because this world is so dark and then people are so angry and unhappy and miserable and and fake, you know. So it's just when you can really make someone just genuinely belly laugh. My yeah. my son doesn't laugh. Like he's an emotionalist bastard. No, he's he's not. He's just you can't even tell when he's excited. Right? Like there's yeah. something amazing's gonna happen. It's the same. That's yeah, it's great, Dad. Like, what what? <laughs> I'm like, I'm more excited than you, man. <laughs> but, you know, but all in all, I know that I have made this boy sit down and just lose it. Yeah. And, he, and he's done it to me many times also. But, you know, that's kind of what I've hoped for. And, and that's one of the things that I've always aspired to do. I wanted to do stand-up comedy for long periods of time. But I can't travel, man. I got too much, too much responsibility. I can't yeah. go out on the road and all that. And so this is a great outlet to be able to do achieve that goal. And yeah. now that we've come this far, you know, it's it's already been the beginning of an amazing journey, I believe, and thank you for that. Oh, and definitely. I already have had the privilege of, you know, having a few people hear this stuff that's now being released just now. Yeah. And the response has been really positive. Yeah, it's been much more positive than I was expecting. Especially after a few of my comments, but uh, <laughs> we're still hanging on to those people, so it's that's probably a good look. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's a good it's a good point you brought up, even though it kind of went off uh, from what we were saying. It was it's a good thing to like wonder, you know, or even it, like do a self assessment, like what have I done to impact the people around me, or what am I doing that benefits those around me, because. While you were saying that, it just made me think, like, I don't know very many people like this, but I can think of one or two where I know some people that are so hurt or so angry and that they just, like, suck the life out of everyone around them. And they don't do it intentionally, I don't think, but it's like this something, like, I'm not going to go into it, but, like, stuff happens to everybody. People get hurt. Like this whole podcast is about finding the silver lining, you know, getting help, laughing about things. But some people just either haven't gotten to that point or I some people I believe don't want to get to that point. Like they're so used to the misery, the anger, the depression, the hurt. Like they see like they're, you know, they some people see anger or like the way they react to other people like you know, like what's the word I'm looking for? Like ways I forget the word I'm looking for, but like the way people protect themselves, like particular habits or patterns, you know, sometimes it even is addiction. Like they see it as, oh, I'm used to this. This is comfortable. So this is keeping me safe when really it's just driving everybody else away or it's hurting everyone else around them and they know it and they see it, but they just like, oh, I just don't want to change because this is what I'm used to. And like, I've lived a, I've lived at one point in my life where I was kind of that person where I was just like an emotional black hole. And I hurt everyone around me. I couldn't be in a decent relationship. Like, everything was all about me. And it was just, I was miserable. Everyone around me was miserable. I know that for me, 
it, I know I come off, you know, like sounding very egotistical all the time and like, it's always about me. But in actuality, I really don't think about myself a lot. I, you know, because I take care of my kids, my family, my mom and everything. And it's, it's, it's a fun time to be able to be kind of the introvert ass because yeah. I don't, I don't get to do that anymore. <laughs> I gotta be caring. I gotta change diapers. I gotta, I gotta put band aids on crying kids' knees who don't need them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's nice to be able to be shitty for a couple hours. <laughs> well, it's part like your comedy. Your, I mean, heck, our comedy, our senses of humor. It's such a large part of who we are that we just really a lot of the times need to have a way to get it out and a way to express it otherwise it just kind of like is kind of a talent that's not being used i after this weekend i went over to jasmine's and i cooked because she likes to eat i like to cook we both like to cook well she, i found out she knows how to cook too she just doesn't do it most of the time so we cooked el salvadorian food because she's half el salvadorian hold wait a f- are you are you shitting me no. Okay, okay, listen, man. You don't even sound real. What do you mean? Listen, the other day you were like, oh, and uh, we were cooking El Salvadorian food. What are you, man? Like, <laughs> you realize the shit box I'm going into here? <laughs> like, I can be like, I make popcorn. <laughs> I, I can read the... I can make scallop potatoes. <laughs> like, these dudes are like, let's just pick a cuisine. Let's just pick. Man, Jason, you better hang on tight. This stuff's going worldwide. This, this, this guy's gonna be getting hit up from fucking Antarctica and Iceland, Greenland. So. She was just had this idea. She was like, I want to make fried plantains, beans, and rice. So I was like, yeah, let's do it. So we went and got everything that we needed. <coughs> and we were cooking it. And I just totally forgot where I was going with that story. <laughs> Wait a minute. No, so, no, but you were saying that, that you guys, like, that she cooked. You know, you were yeah. saying that you were went to cook there. And I was saying that was just so nice that she would do that. And that you guys yeah. could, could pull off just like... A random, well, something so specific. <laughs> That's yeah. like being like, let's go to Ethiopian on Wednesday. Like, There's actually a really good Ethiopian restaurant, not too, like about 25, 30 minutes if traffic is good from my house. It's phenomenal. And I do know how to cook Ethiopian food. I'm not the best at it. It requires a bit more practice than I've put into it. But if I'm really craving it, I can, I have, I actually have some of the spices and stuff here. So I can do that too. I feel like the other guys in the band... But, like, you're Justin Timberlake, and I'm just one of the other now old fat guys. <laughs> like, the rest of the band looks like shit. They all look like they're 55. Justin's still, like, just a beautiful human being. can still dance. Sings better than everyone. Like, you're Justin, and I'm just I'm one of the other guys. One of the other guys that nobody remembers their name. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the thing is, like, I don't even say this stuff to like brag. It's no, just no, stuff that I know. interests it's really, me. It's, which makes it just extra shitty from my perspective. <laughs> like I said, man, 
I'm glad I'm taken. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> it's so funny though, because like as you get older, it would seem like it's almost a disadvantage. Like, but then now you're like that small number, yeah. right? Because you've never been married. Yeah. But so you're like clean slated, man. You're like a guy Carfax. Like, no damage, no permanent damage from Todd. All right, his frame's still good. He hasn't been cracked yet. He didn't have an accident with an Escalade. Right? This is not a salvage title, ladies. This guy's got a clean guy fax. I haven't had a clean guy fax since I was like 12. Uh. That is why he is the host. And I'm not. There's a new website idea for me. Guy fax. Right? What if you can, oh dude, you compile this information and women can just punch in the dude and you get your guy facts? Yeah. Find out how many times he's been married, divorced, how many times he's filed for bankruptcy, his credit <laughs> score, right? <laughs> Areas in which he lived, whether he's a sex offender or not. Yeah, man, I think we nailed this thing. We, <laughs> we did. Fuck this podcast. Let's go do this. <laughs> <laughs> we just created guy facts. <laughs> And according uh, to our pending, legal department, pending, we'd probably pending. be fine with that. We're not even going to get in trouble for that. No. It's a whole different, whole different thing. <laughs> that's, now I really forgot what I was trying to say. And then every other guy that's just had a fucked up ass is like, oh, man. Dude, she said she's going to guy fax me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm screwed. I'm going to have to go back to Craigslist. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I just. Oh, my just, goodness. You sound too good to be true. <laughs> but here. Okay. But he's real. I'm looking at him, people. He's a real person. <laughs> like, OK, I'm going to be real. Like <laughs> when I met Jasmine, I was just like, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be upfront, And I'm straight with people like I'm, I'll tell people like I'm not perfect. I got problems. I got issues. I got hang ups just like everybody else. I don't think I'm the greatest thing in the world. I'm pretty humble I, but i'm just honest like i want i don't want to waste my time i don't want anybody else to waste their time so like i'm just going to be honest with you like do i think i'm a decent person yeah i do do i think i'm the perfect guy no because there is no perfect guy and i don't expect anyone else to be perfect so you know well, unless you have God a, for that yeah i mean my best friend is juan i know i'm doing okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah if you set me as the standard you're fine <laughs> <laughs> You and everybody you know, you're all good. <laughs> Your grandma's response to me being part of the broadcast oh. kind of really set the standard. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, with Juan. Oh. <laughs> I'll never forget how that oh <laughs> felt. <laughs> it's like, man, I guess I really do fuck it up sometimes. <laughs> I don't mean to. <laughs> the thing is, <coughs> I don't like, I'm just genuinely, I'm the kind of person where like, I don't care if somebody else is different or somebody else like does embarrassing stuff. And like, I accept and love everybody exactly as they are around me. The only things that I'm not okay with is when somebody is just intentionally choosing to be just 
they're intentionally doing or saying things that are oh. not helping the situation. Or to be hurtful to people. That's just exactly because, like, like, I've had, like, I've had people. You know, they say some pretty awful stuff. And like I've shared with you a couple of those experiences where I'm like, you know what? I'm a human being. And the way you're treating me is you're treating me like I'm not a human being. So you know what? We're just not going to be able to talk anymore. And that's really just like, that's about the extent of it. Other than that, I can be around anybody. I can love and accept anybody. And like even the people that are not treating me like a human being or, the, or like you aren't treating me with love or respect or anything like that, like I still care about them i still want them to do well and i still love them and i still think they're have value as a person but i'm just not going to subject myself to some that that kind of behavior because nobody should accept you know so you know just let themselves be treated terribly you know if you value yourself you're not going to let other people devalue you yeah and it's a way that you respond to that that i i have learned as i've gotten older and that is that when someone really tries, for instance, to say something, do something to upset me, or they do something where I naturally just get absolutely fired up, Yeah, I have learned if I just immediately let that go, I kind of win. Yeah. Because it didn't ruin my day, and I just moved yeah. on. Yeah. And I don't have this confrontation like I you know, maybe used to have. Yep. You know, and it, it works out great because uh, I can't fight anymore. And... Mm. Uh, so, swallowing your pride is uh, when you. It might be hard the first couple times if people yeah. have never really done it. Yeah. But the outcomes for swallowing your pride, a lot of times, it way outweighs maybe that feeling that someone might think less of you. Because in reality, I. It's not that I don't care because I'm arrogant. I just don't need other people's approvals, and I. If they're disappointed. Or even if it's really positive, that's all kind of the same to me. Yeah. As long as I feel that I am permitted to be myself around those people. I cannot be somewhere where I can't be myself. I don't do that. I am not yeah. fake. Like, it doesn't yeah. mean that I walk into a place and try and, you know, be offensive. However, yeah. I just, like, you know, I'm like my sister. I'm just keeping it real. Yeah. You know? And that's actually, that's the mark. To me, that's like a mark of integrity, and that's a mark of a true, genuine person. I've been around people before where, like, unbeknownst to me, they wanted me to behave in a certain way, but nobody told me. And I just kept it real. I'm like, this is me. This is who I am. This is what I do. Da, 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 da. And then I come back later and find out, oh, well, you know, so-and-so didn't like you because you said this and you did that, and they really wanted you to do this instead of do that. And I was like, um... If they wanted that, they should have communicated that to me. And if they're going to like come to me in a roundabout way after the fact and then say, we don't like you because of this, that's on them. Like They have some seriously jacked up expectations where they're going to be like, well, we wanted you to behave in this way because this is the standards we have set forth for these people, you know, for our friends or these people in our life. And I'm like, if that's fine, but if you're not communicating with people, then you can't expect other people to live up to your expectations or to even understand. It's just... It's just weird to me. I don't understand that. But it's weird because like with some people, not very many people, but with some people, that's kind of like a Southern thing here in the South. They're like, they'll be like, oh, that's part of the Southern culture. I'm like, I come from California. I'm not part of the Southern culture. I I don't, I don't really buy into that. Like 
I live in a giant city like Houston too. It's not really it's in the south, but it's more diverse and it's not really as south as uh, southern people think. Like I think that's the first thing I learned about Houston was you think it's a bunch of rednecks and right-wing people and it's the complete opposite. It's people from all over the world, people from all walks of life, and everybody is pretty open-minded and accepting of each other. And it's a really cool place to live, to be around people, you know, who are just, you know, themselves. And it's fantastic. Yeah, I don't live in a place like that. <laughs> I live in a very openly racist area. <laughs> everybody hates everybody. I mean, it's the weirdest thing. I there's there's rivalries that I didn't know existed. Like yeah. when I lived when I lived in Southwest Detroit, it's all Muslim there, right? Yeah. But you got like, you know, Arab Arab Muslim. You have Black Muslim. Yeah, and they literally worship the same. They can't stand each other. It's the like, and I'm talking like some of the the some of the blacks wear the same full on garments. Uh-huh. They literally dress the same. Yeah, worship the same God, have the same belief system, but because of the color difference, like they don't get along. And I'm not saying it's everyone. Not everyone is like yeah, that. Yeah, but I'm saying not. that in that in where I was at, there was a definite line between the two, and I, I was just I was baffled because I was like, wow, it, it it's kind of like, it's everywhere, you know? Yeah. Like people, it's like are people so unhappy that they just gotta find a reason not to like people? Some you know people, what I mean? some people are that unhappy though. I try to find a reason to like somebody. Yeah, you know the the that weird. My my son went to a carnival this week. Carnivals mm. are one of my favorite things. Not because I ride rides, not even because of elephant ears. Because they think you work there. Yes. <laughs> They're like, what game are you on? You look a little. You got those little hand sausages. You're you're rigging some game over here somewhere. And, uh, yeah, so, like, but the reason I like them is because it's like a smorgasbord of freak people. Oh, yeah. And I love people watching, but I also love engaging the oddest people. Yeah. You know, sometimes I like going to, like, the trendiest areas of the city because you just see these, like, basically, they're kind of, like, exotic people. People you'd only see maybe on TV or something like that, and I just... I, I love engaging people and talking to them and finding out their story or, you know, wow, that is a, like, you'll see somebody with a crazy outfit, yeah. crazy outfit. Like, ooh, yeah. and I was, I was like, I've got to talk to this person or somebody that just has this ridiculously weird car, you know, and you can just tell they're kind of hanging out and you can talk to them. And I, so yeah. So for people to, to find reasons not to like people, that's just, oh, dude, you're missing out, man. Yeah, you really, you really aren't like if you prejudge someone based on anything like skin color, ethnicity, race. I just said the same three things. Wow, that wasn't right. Um, religion. That's you know, it, you know, walk of life, financial status, education. You're yeah, really there's a lot of that. Out. There's a lot of that I noticed too. There's a big separation, and I joke about it all the time, like making jokes about my wife being like a simpleton. But yeah. like, I mean. But there is definitely, when you're around certain groups, there's that definite line of, well, we're the educated. Yeah. And you are the lesser 
masses. And, yeah. and you know, and I mean, I'll hang with the same the same with them too. But it's just interesting that it's there's so many ways for people to find reasons to to isolate. Basically, you're just isolating yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, if you don't like that person because of how they're dressed, and that one because of the skin color, and that one because of their political views, and that one because, you know, what religion they... Like, you're just slowly putting yourself to where you're just going to be by yourself. Yeah. You know, and that's the ultimate human torture is to just be isolated. So why would people want to isolate themselves from anybody? I know that sounds crazy because everyone has, like, some... Not everyone, but a lot of people have, like, okay... I agree with that except for this group and then they have like one specific group for some reason usually something in their history where yeah. they that's not for me you know it's like people get really worked up still even about whether someone's gay or straight I don't give a rip at all yeah. like doesn't matter to me I I have a lot of family members that yep. are gay lesbian bi um, even transsexual and uh, it doesn't make any difference to me. It's still family. It's it, so it's strange for me that in today's age, that people are still put off by some of those things because it doesn't make any sense to me. No, why? It. Yeah. It's. That's yeah. That's just doesn't make any sense. Like the whole reason I love to travel because we've talked about travel before is I like meeting new and different people because I want to get out of my comfort zone. I want to learn more about other people. I don't want to, because if I stay in one place and I get stuck in my ways, because if I stay in one place, I will get stuck in my ways. I will tend to start thinking, oh, well, this is my life. This is my job. This is this. These people like this. These people like that. That was the whole reason I went to the Middle East and traveled there because, you know, our American society and media and propaganda portrays those people as bad and they're not bad. That's why I went there. I was like, these people are not bad. They're different and that's fine. Like they believe differently than me. That's also fine. They have the right to make their own choices. I shouldn't, you know, that's, that's perfectly fine. The nicest people I met, some of the nicest people I've ever met, Muslim people. Like I miss this one dude over there just cause he was a really cool guy. And it's, I could have, I would have missed out on that if I had listened to all the naysayers telling me, if you go to the Middle East, you're going to get killed or you're going to get kidnapped or it's so dangerous. One of the best times of my life. That's why I want to get out, travel, live your life, get out in your local community, meet other people. Don't be afraid to talk and learn and experience. Even if the other people, like I can think of a couple people in particular, like they have very, very different viewpoints on me. And very different moral standards than I do. I can still go hang out with them. I can still have great time with them. Have conversations with them. Get to know them. Because I don't let that change the way I think and feel about them. Because they're still a human being. Like it doesn't make them any less just because they're different. Or they look different. Or they think different. Or they believe different than me. Like we sh- they should be treated the same way I want to be treated. I agree with all that. But I also believe that there's a line... Here's my line. I'm accepting of all groups. Except. <laughs> Here it comes. Except when adults. Wait, wait. Before you start, before you start, uh, if you want to complain, you can send it to Smith at gmail.com. I pity the fool that has that email. <laughs> By that, what I mean is I'm old. I'm not old. I'm getting older. I'm in my mid-40s. But, like, 
my the only group of people that I just like. It's not that I won't hang out with them, but I think of them more of of like a, a research project, kind of like you're watching like a couple gerbils run around in a cage. It's yeah. like when adults at in their late mid to late thirties and older are still doing like kid shit full time. You know, like I know that it's super cool to game and everybody's a gamer. Yeah. But it's really hard for me to take adults serious when they video game like 40 hours a week. <laughs> right? Yeah. And it's like, well, pff, that's how pedophiles happen. Who else is hanging out with you? It's not going to be me. Like, I don't know. It just seems very strange. But I guess you know what it is? It's just that, like, when I was coming up, video games had just begun. Now yeah. you've got generations where they actually had really good games from the time they could remember. Oh, yeah. You know, I was there in the Commodore 64 days and <laughs> yeah. Texas Instruments, Atari 2600. Yeah. You know, so, like, games were cool, but let's face it, they sucked so bad back then, you still played outside. Yeah. <laughs> games today, I, okay, maybe I'm seeing it. It's, I'm having an epiphany. Games today are so fucking good that people just get immersed in them. Then, right? It's I have okay. seen these gra- these graphics are f- ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, they are. And they get into three D now. Or yeah, that. I, I love games. I have a PS4, but the thing is, I I love games. I love really immersive game to games too, like RPGs. They're my favorite because they got great stories. They're really in depth. You can put in fifty to hundred hours, sometimes more, and they're really enjoyable because someone built this really cool world, and you can go in and experience like their vision. I love that. But honestly, if I can go do anything else, like go be with actual other people. Forget the game. Like I, I can put that stuff on pause. It's got a save file. I don't need to be doing that. I can do that later. It's still going to be there at the end of the day. And he won't ignore me and play video games all day? Dude, I haven't played a video game Dude, since you just I get, met Jasmine. You just get hotter and hotter every episode. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. I had just gotten... Oh, it's two- true. All right. I had just gotten two really, really good RPG games that I loved. And I'd started playing them, and then I went and met Jasmine, and I haven't touched it since because I would much rather invest in a real live person and spend time with a real live person than sit in front of my TV. It's just way more enjoyable. And it has way more... It's just a better way of life. Like, I don't want to just sit around... Okay, let's, let's be real. There, sometimes it's fun to just sit around and eat Chick-fil-A and Taco Bell and play a video game. But I don't... Like, by day two... I'm done with that. I'm like, okay, I got to get out. I got to do something. I want to go do something with somebody. I want to, like, you know, have some social human interaction. Well, I mean, just- I know that, like, with my jazz, I'd much rather play with my jazz than a video game. <laughs> That's a no-brainer. I like how you switched it from playing the video game to having quality time with a person. I was just thinking it'd be funny if you just used the same adjective. Like no. I just rather play with Jasmine than play the video game. It's, no. And then you said the then you said touch, and I was like, oh god, this is just going further south. It's like hey, <laughs> you rather. took it further south. No, it's just you, you left it there. See, that's how my brain works. It's not fair, man. See, this is. Pe- I was trying kids, to be polite and respectful kids, and courteous. Kids, this is why you don't let your brain go to shit. Because if you start. <laughs> 
thinking in those tracks. Your main, your your brain just automatically goes right in those trenches, and just beelines it for any anything that the, that comes along. And you're like, <laughs> he said, touch. <laughs> it's like I'm permanently twelve, man. It sucks. <laughs> Like, okay, that stuff pops in my mind, but I just don't say it. <laughs> oh, is that the only difference? So I'm not weird. That's the only oh. difference. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know. I thought I was weird. I was just putting it out there. See, now I feel... Okay, so the ideas just don't say that. Okay. <laughs> There's this thing in my brain, between my brain and my mouth, and it's called a filter. And I've had to learn how to use it over the years. I guess I really don't understand what a filter is because I feel like this is probably why I am the way I am now dude we're, we're uh, this is deep man like <laughs> the reason I don't have a filter is because I feel like if I filter it I'm lying so but, okay but there's a difference between lying and a filter there's a big difference I know but the no filter so fun oh it is fun like trust me until with- people get angry yeah like you have to know who you're talking to. You have to know your audience. You have to know who you're around because some people just aren't going to appreciate it or it's going to hurt their feelings or whatever. And I don't want to do that. So like I've learned, like, you know, I still miss the filter sometimes every once in a while. And ah, crap, took that too far. Shouldn't have said that. But people are understanding. I guess they see I that you're practicing the filter. I guess I do have filters because I know that when I'm around certain people who I know just absolutely do not appreciate my version of humor, yeah, I I realize there's no audience. Yeah, for it, <laughs> so there's no show that day. I don't. And you get, you know what I mean? It's yeah. like if you're around that group of people who just think you're hilarious, you know, you can go, you can go for it. But if, if you're with oh, that yeah. group that's just like, oh no, she brought her husband. Yeah, <laughs> like you gotta dial it in. I gotta sit there and look super unhappy. Yep. Yeah, that's yeah. I know, I know that, and I know other people like that too. <laughs> so we're not alone in this. It's just I've. I'm like this it. party could be fun right now if you weren't such <laughs> a prude ass. <laughs> yeah, but I guess that's also that also kind of ties in with what you were saying about earlier about not needing other people's approval, like. You, you are not seeking other people's approval. You know who you are. I know who I am. We're happy with who we are. We're happy with our sense of humor and like the stuff that we put out and like who we are and our lives and all that. But if we understand at least that we're not seeking other people's approval, but we can still at the same time like respect that some people are not going to appreciate it if we make certain jokes or say certain things. So we can just refrain from it or try to refrain from it during those particular instances. Particular instances. Yeah. That can't remember any. <laughs> I guess you lost me there. <laughs> no, it's I, a work I, in progress. Man, I tell you, I guess you are. It is your whole life, you know, as you you grow and change and, you know, hopefully mature. Because I think, God, this is me now. What was I like when I was 21? I don't even know. <laughs> it must have been a hoot, though. Yeah. Oh, of course it was. I should ask my ex-wife. <laughs> that would be an interesting conversation. Yeah, we actually did. We had a lot of fun, though. We did a lot of fun stuff. Oh, of course. 
Oh my goodness. No, I mean not. And like maybe like we did a lot of like trips and stuff, like and traveled a lot because we that was like you know pre kid. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, but now I mean here with my with my jazz, like even just being home is fun. Yeah. Well, you, know? you yeah. How could it not be? I've seen you two together. <laughs> <laughs> I still think it's funny too because like her some of her closest friends have heard. Uh, most of the podcast, yeah, and they they know her, so it's just like they laugh so hard, <laughs> <laughs> so hard. Yeah, and actually, that's actually kind of that kind of ties in with what Jasmine told me like a couple of weeks ago. She said, "I feel like I'm getting to know you when I listen to your podcast." I was like, "Well, that's good then." Because that's actually what I was hoping for. I was like, I wanted to put this out and people could feel like they get to know us a bit. Which, if you're listening to us, hey, come along for the ride. We we love it and we appreciate everybody that listens. Even if you hate it, we still appreciate you. Yeah, you just pretend we're Fox News. <laughs> you know? But just give your, us that five-star review. Right, just give us five stars <laughs> and pretend that we're really hot chicks wearing short dresses. But we're trying to be serious. <laughs> No, no, don't look at me that way. I'm intelligent. I'm making a point. <laughs> Come on, give me a break, man. Juan, nobody looks at you and thinks of you in a short dress. Yeah, you're right. I Probably not. But here's the thing. I was thinking like, wow, yeah, I guess you really couldn't think of it that way. With, with my voice, too, that would just, it, it, would, no. ooh, it would look like Rod Jeremy. <laughs> That's how I would picture me. Just a... Like furry little angry man. <laughs> like, <I> yeah. <laughs> that would, yeah. That's a horrible mental image. <laughs> but speaking of trips, it, like take trips. Like you just said, you know, you and your first wife used to take trips. I'm going to New Orleans from New Orleans for my birthday in like two and a half weeks. No, three weeks. And then I'm so I'm coming jealous. To and then, oh, you're, you're going to hate me here in a second. So after that, in August, I'm coming to see you in Michigan. Yep. And then in September, I'm going back to New Orleans for a guy's food trip. A guy's food trip? Yeah. Me and two guys that I know that are foodies, we're going to New Orleans. We went there like a year and a half ago. We're going oh, yeah, there just to that. eat. Yeah, you mentioned that. We're going back in September you, just you to gain weight. You guys should take a lot of film. That would be really yeah. funny. Oh, yeah. You know, like make an edited video of that. I'm probably going to have a heart attack. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. I'd be dead. <laughs> That'd be the end of me. You know, you know, the reason why I'm jealous, though, I, uh, like I said, I listen to a lot of different music, and one of my favorite bands is Suicide Boys, mm-hmm. and they're out of New Orleans. And, uh, oh. and I would love to see them live. But, anyways, yeah, so that's. Where they're from, I and uh, there's there's actually a lot of really good music coming out of coming out of of New Orleans. Actually, the whole area where you're at is just it's like a it's a very it seems. I mean, I haven't even been there, but just by you know by media and by music and different and entertainment, like Mm. it's kind of a mecca. I mean, you anybody that would tour, you're gonna get them. Yeah, in that in that area. the You're, thing is, everybody's like, stopping there. It's it, the, Texas. The South, Texas is crazy because you have is. Austin too. Yeah, Austin's, Austin's really is. trendy and hip, and like, yeah, yeah, I mean, they have big music festivals and all that stuff there too. So it's like, man, 
Like it's kind of like Texas is shit right now. Texas is great. It's a great place to be. It's a great place to live. The only real drawback is that it's just not pretty to look at. Like it's flat. It's either a swamp or it's just grass or like ranch. It's that's the only thing about it that is a drawback. And when there's only one drawback, I don't really want to go anywhere else. Like it is a mecca. Like there's tons of great music. There's tons of great food. There's it's got everything you could want. It's just not the prettiest thing to look at. It's not like picturesque mountains or anything. The beach is nice. The water's brown from the sediment, but the water's warm. It's great. Yeah, man, but I'll take that Gulf Coast uh, temperature water versus that Pacific Coast. Andy, oh, me too. I'll wallow Every in the wood chips, man. <laughs> yeah. I took, I took Jasmine to the beach, like, what, three weeks ago? We went to the beach. She had never been to the beach here. She's from Los Angeles. She grew up in Los Angeles. And she said she would take the bus to Santa Monica to go to the beach all the time. So we get there, and she's like, let's get in the water. So she, like, went to put her feet in and was, like, cringing, waiting for it to be cold. And I was chuckling. She's like, what? I'm like, this is the Gulf of Mexico. It is not cold. The water was, like, 75 and perfect. (laughs) She's like, oh, I've never been here. I was like, it was awesome. It's yeah, at brown, least, when I'm, at least when I'm drowning in the Gulf Coast, I'm not freezing on top of it. Exactly. And I'm actually going to the beach again this Sunday. My nephew's having his uh, seventh birthday down there. So we're going to have a good time. Wow, nice. Yeah. Going to go. Yeah, just got to make sure the kids don't get swept away by the current. <laughs> but it's great because at the beaches here, it's not like in other states. I'm, I'm not sure, like, okay, in California, I know you can't. I'm not sure about other places, but I've been in California. Not, well, not only bonfires, but you can park your car on the beach. You can just drive down onto the beach, park your car right there, and, like, have everything there. You don't have to, like, hike a mile just to get to the beach, which I always hated doing that, especially at the end of the day when you're tired. You got to, like, pack up all your stuff and carry it up the bluff and up the hill and go all the way back to the car. Here, you just drive your car down there. You buy a little beach permit for 10 bucks, and you can park anywhere on the beach. Anywhere. That reminds me of that show, like, something about unusual ways to die. <laughs> where the guy, like, parked his Jeep too close to the water, and he fell asleep under it. And then the <laughs> tide came in, and it literally sucked. Like, he couldn't get out from under the truck, and he slowly drowns. Oh, and after my the, goodness. after the tide pulls back, you know, the next morning, like, they find him dead under there. Oh my goodness! So uh, yeah, if you if you're out there, yeah, look out for that. Don't fall yeah. asleep under your vehicle if you're near that water van. Oh no! Like I took a nap last time I was at the beach, but like I had the truck parked up, like probably a good forty feet back from the water because I I even thought I was like I don't want to fall asleep and I have this really great nap and have the tide roll in. I was like, it's just better to move the truck. Yeah, up here. man, that's I like just some, laid down in the shade of the truck. That's a final destination shit. <laughs> yeah, I was killed by a Chevy. <laughs> Four wheel drive didn't even work. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was great. It's great here. Yeah, like, yeah. I I was trying to think of a way to get you down to New Orleans for the uh, the guys food festival. Ooh, man, I don't know about all that. Uh, <laughs> that's going to require a lot of cash for the amount of food I would consume. <laughs> it reco- because the here's first- the thing. Well, you know I would just go ape shit because I don't get that kind of food. 
You don't do balanced either. No. <laughs> I I may just go like food goggles, not even talk to anyone. I probably would just <laughs> wherever we went, just whatever the specialty is, get that, and then yeah. like two or three other things, and yeah. just go to work. And then afterwards, I'll have my little diabetic coma. Fall asleep, <laughs> wait till the next meal, move on, do it again. Yeah. No the right. first time I went there, I went for four days and I spent about 250 bucks on food. In four days? Yeah. Yeah, I could probably do that. Yeah. When I went to Vegas, last time I was in Vegas, I went to the Bellagio, which has this, like the most insane buffet I've ever seen in my life. There's 120 chefs. That work on this one buffet. Literally, like anything, you want to feel like a gluttonous ass American? <laughs> that is the spot. I mean, it's insane. Even the dessert area is like as big as a house. Like, it's insane. What they do, though, is you pay like 35 bucks to eat there once. Yeah. Believe me, it's the deal of a lifetime. <laughs> I'm eating filet mignon. I'm eating sushi. I mean, any anything you can think of, if it's not made, they'll make it. Like it's insane, <laughs> and you'd have to really dig deep to yeah. f- to find something that you know. But they get like a two. I think it's a two and a half hour time limit. Oh my goodness! So uh, yeah, I got that. I got that that shit on lock. I go in there, and I just kind of ease my way in for like the first hour. <laughs> And then the last hour, I just go full bore <laughs> and see if I can eat past the two hours. Because usually you can't. Yeah. You can't. You just can't do it. Eat slower, fast. You're going to fill up, man. Yeah. But, man, it's just Vegas. <laughs> this is so sad. I don't go to <laughs> Vegas even for the shows now. Like, if I go to Vegas, that's my first thought is food there is relatively cheap. Actually, yeah. a lot of things in Vegas are relatively cheap. Because casinos can cop it all. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. They make so much money. Food and drinks. Drinking is practically free in Vegas. As long as yeah. you're, you know, playing, they'll feed anybody alcohol. Yeah. You know, what? I'm, I don't gamble, so I don't get that I don't drink either. <laughs> so, but I eat a lot of food when I go to Vegas. Oh, yeah. So that's kind of my thing when I go there. I try to find whatever the, you know, latest, greatest places to eat and <laughs> tear it up, man. The hard thing for me, like... I've been to New Orleans twice. I'm going back in a couple weeks, and I'm going back in a couple months after that. It's really hard for me to not repeat going to the same places because they're so good. I want to go and like find the new places, but then I think, yeah, but then you don't want to miss what you know is good. Exactly, and it's such a dilemma. Like, there's this, there's this sandwich in New Orleans called the. I'm probably gonna say it wrong, so you can hate me, people from New Orleans. You can. Tweet me about it. Tweet the podcast about it or whatever. I think it's called the muffaletta. It's like a sesame, like a big sesame roll, about this big. It's almost like a foot across. And then they put like oh, salami, salami, and then cheese, and then olive salad on it, which is like pickled olives chopped up. It's the best sandwich I've ever had in my life. For a sandwich, it's about $20 for the sandwich. You can get it in a half for like 10 bucks, but I'll go spend 20 bucks on it and I'll eat half of it and then have the other half like an hour later because it's so good. And every time I've been there, I've gotten at least two of them, sometimes three of them 
I mean, that's a 60 bucks right there. But it's so good, I can't not go get it. But there's tons of other places in the same area. Like down there in the French Quarter, there's tons of other good places. I'm like, I want to try that. I'm going to try that. But I got to go get the buffaletta because it's so good. <laughs> yeah, like the best we get out here is maybe like, uh, Penn, uh, what is that? Penn Station. Yeah. You know, and I mean, it's good, but it's not going to be anything like, like that. Literally, I mean... I, it's probably good I don't live in Houston, cause uh, I'd die there. That's for damn sure. That cardiac one night gonna get me. <laughs> funny, funny thing. Since we're talking about food and restaurants, um, <laughs> Jasmine and I made a, a list on my notes on my phone, and then we shared it with each other of all the restaurants we want to visit. And it's gonna be tough, cause it's now up to like almost forty. <laughs> I was like, this is going to take us a long time. But, I mean, I guess that's okay. It gives us a lot of things to go do. But, so t- like, a bunch of places that probably about half places I've been and the other half I haven't been. That's really cool, though. It's nice when you have somebody who will do that with you. Yeah, when someone who will go, yeah. Yeah, and when it's, they're the kind that only eats two bites and don't steal your nachos. Yeah, it's, it's fantastic because that's basically what happens. We found this. There's this place by our house called H Mart, which is like an Asian food supermarket. And I'm not kidding. There's about 10 to 15 Asian restaurants in the same strip mall. And so we want to go to all of those too. What the fuck? Yeah, exactly. That would be, I would get a hotel near there. (laughs) Yeah. She lives like five minutes away. Oh yeah, man. I'd stay there for like, (laughs) I don't know, about a week. She she drove by. She's like, here, I want to show you this. And I was like, wait, can we just like sleep here? I was like, can we get cots? Because <laughs> I would be up all the way. Oh, my gosh. And it all looks so good, too. I was like, we don't even need the grocery store. We just go to all those places, get every, one, of it, one f- thing from each place, split it, and then we can go to the grocery store like next week. <laughs> now you're talking. Yeah. <laughs> Trust me, I I know how to eat, <laughs> and I know what to do. <clears throat> it's it's just the, to me that's like I get excited like when a little kid goes to a candy store, stuff like that. It's not candy. Like I don't even eat candy all that much. I'm like find a really good places or really good strip malls that have really good restaurants in there. Oh my gosh, that's when I'm like, okay, Mark, don't be blowing a hundred bucks right now. <laughs> Because you're literally just eating it. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything right now, but I want you to listen to what you just said when you review the podcast and realize that I left what you just said alone. That's called a filter. <laughs> I don't even know what I said, so this is going to be <laughs> interesting. And I knew you wouldn't, so that's great. Just go ahead and say it, because now I'm curious. This oh. is going to bug me. Well, now it's been 10 seconds later, and I plain out forgot what it was. <laughs> I think it was something you said. You blew something for 100 bucks, and uh, <laughs> no. no, that wasn't it. That's just where my brain went. I'm so sorry. Uh, that's kind of how I remembered it. That's messed up. That's, don't take me to court. <laughs> You're going to end up with a felony. Uh, damn. Yeah. <laughs> That was the first part of it. 
And then you followed it with something that I just took even further down the, the, the rabbit hole after that. And I thought, oh, my goodness, he didn't catch that. Then I mentioned it, and then I forgot what the heck you said the first place. <laughs> Someone turn him off. <laughs> he's not even making sense. He's doing that shit where he's just... Talking and talking. <laughs> it's like, I just, over my shoulder, I, I can still hear my dad. You just talk too much. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Uh, yeah, and Hang even said in that email, I didn't know men could talk as much as I do. Ah. <laughs> uh. That's because I had a lot of female friends there, Hank. <laughs> now that now that I'm wondering, what did I say? Because I don't, I don't, I don't have a clue. I thought I was being like semi-articulate, and I don't expect her to let it go because my other Asian friends didn't let go of their things either. So, <laughs> sticking with traditional values, <laughs> keeping that stuff in the vault. Oh my God. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, man, she said it first. <laughs> she confirmed a, a reality. Okay? That's not racism. That's a fact. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh. I know the first time I meet her, I'm going to have to d- defend that jizz comment still. <laughs> All right, so. And I'll probably breathe. have forgotten it. I can't breathe. Sorry, she. I want to hang with her. I want to hang with Hang. Because that, uh, I can. I, I haven't heard her voice, but I have you know the typical, like that sound of her like snapping back in an Asian voice in my head, and oh my goodness, that is funny. She has. Barely an Asian Asian accent. Accent. It only comes out on like the end of her words. So she speaks really good English. So, but she has this just like little twang at the end. I guess I would say. And when she gets really excited, it comes out a little bit more, and it's so funny. <coughs> Not like mocking her. It's just genuinely. She's just funny, and so that that just like adds to it. It's just really funny. She could be a comedian if she wanted to. Like, not even kidding. Yeah, I've had a, I've had a few friends. Usually, it's like some really bad shit happened to them, and they bust out in some rant. Yeah, and my friend Joel one time did a rant about his short uh, work experience he had at McDonald's. Dude, I almost died. It was so funny. I was like, dude, if you could redo that bit, you wouldn't have to work ever again. That you literally made McDonald's sound like the shittiest place to work ever. <laughs> <laughs> but made it funny. Like, man, it's just Some one of those situations like, yeah. where it was so bad. If you've ever had a bad job or a, a bad boss, you're just like, oh, man, I've been there. I've yeah. been there. I was on the floor with you, man, cleaning yep. up that flurry fucking machine, that nasty <laughs> ass flurry machine. I know how that feels, man. So that's and that's kind of what I hope people get out of the podcast. It's like, oh, oh yeah. don't worry, Mark. I had a friend just like Juan, man. You, you're gonna be <laughs> all right, man. And then other people, t- other people be telling you, hey, Juan, I got a friend just like Mark. He's amazing. 
They're like, ah, and he's single. Fuck you. <laughs> you really tried to make me throw up. That almost happened. You and know, I don't have a puke bucket. It's not. E- it's not even like my goal or anything. <laughs> it's just happens sometimes. And that's okay. You really, you really had me thinking a lot this podcast, though. I can't, I think I came to a couple enlightening moments. <laughs> well, that's that's kind of like the part of the theme of this podcast. Like, you know, share some good stuff too. Some like self actualization. Is that the word I'm looking for? I don't know. I don't know, but I feel clear. <laughs> I used a filter. Everybody heard it oh. for the first time. Sure, <laughs> it took like six episodes. But I'm learning. (laughs) I'm becoming a better person. I'm going to laugh if someone sends, if people start sending emails and tweets and stuff saying, tell Juan not to have a filter. (laughs) Oh, no. No, no, no. Well, here's the thing. You You can let it go to a certain extent, but when you are, it's just like stand up comedy, right? Mm-hmm. When you're speaking to a vast audience Which you don't know exactly who's out there It's got to be generalized enough That it's going to be appealing to a, a large group And a large diverse group You know yeah. When you're dealing with a specific group You know Particularly like if ever, I used to have this fantasy That I would I had this job Okay I, no No fantasies That's just too personal Oh no it wasn't that kind of fantasy <laughs> I don't have any of those actually my wife fulfilled every single one of them and then brought like eight new ones to the table. <laughs> Can I get an amen? Yes. <laughs> I used to, dude, when it came to sex, I used to be like the, the I used to just get all depressed and I, I would sing like old spirituals, like, you don't know the trouble. You know? <laughs> and, then, and then I met Jazz and I was like, hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> I have seen the wife. <laughs> best thing that ever happened to me, man. Best thing that ever happened. <laughs> and my best friend, too. She's, oh. she's the shit. Like, <laughs> I love my wife, man. She's the shit. So funny. So engaging. And uh, everything else that an uh, old pervert needs. So, (laughs) but anyways, what I was saying (laughs) that I lost was that I I do feel like you have to be specific, you know? So if you get in a smaller group, like I said, I used to have this fantasy about having this job that I hated, right? I hated this job. And I used to have this fantasy that at some point during some kind of a work meeting, I was going to get to stand up and vent my feelings for this (laughs) You know, group of people that I work for, my boss, like even specific people. Like it was like the office. Like I had something on everybody that I just couldn't stand. And like, you know, and I just wanted to stand up and just do a bit on everyone. And I'm telling you, man, it would have killed. It would have (laughs) killed until I got to the hierarchy. And then they would have shit me right the heck out of there. But. Ah, that would be great. See, then you, then you could go specifically no filter, because you figured I'm I'm getting fired anyway. Yeah. So, but no, that no, no one ever lets you do that at work. You never get to vent. They always do some shit like, we need to talk to you in the office, and then the next thing you know, you're being escorted out. Yeah. No, I've actually not really been fired ever. 
I've only been let go once. And the guy who replaced me was killed. So I was kind of thankful that it wasn't me. Yeah, that's kind of a win. Yeah. Really? I felt terrible for the guy, but I was like, that probably would have been me. I would have been dead. Let's just say I've never been fired, but I never like quit where anybody was like, oh, no, don't quit. (laughs) (laughs) God forbid we don't have to pay any unemployment. (laughs) I'm sure you'll find something that suits you better, Juan. (laughs) I used to get... I used to be able to have this ability, like, if I could get a job interview, I could get yeah. the job, no matter what the job was. Just talk my way into anything. Except one job that I couldn't. It's the only time I got rejected, and it, like, really hurt. I was like, well, what, do you, what do you mean you don't want to even offer me a job like anything? Like, I was sweep floors. Like, they're like, no. The only work we have here is line work. It's piece work. This is going to bore you to death. You wouldn't last <laughs> three days here. So, no, we're not hiring you. And like, he was that straight with me. The, yeah. the, the, whatever, the human resources guy. And at first I was pissed because I was like, what do you mean? I, I could do it. And then I thought, you know what? No, man, he, he, this is why he has his job. I, I have a friend, uh, Wes, who went, uh, who went to college and got a degree in human uh, resources. And I can see why he does his job because he was right. I wouldn't have probably made it to lunch. <laughs> I would have just been like, that is enough of this redundant shit. And just walked, you know? So that's the only time I didn't get hired, but, you know, I guess saying that I don't want to be a drone's okay. Yeah. I would never want to work on, like, a line or in a factory because it's just monotonous. I didn't, I didn't like working inside. That's why most of my life I, I did outdoor work, you know? Yeah. And being from my Hispanic background, it wasn't hard to get a job. Just, uh, what was your name again? Juan? <laughs> Mower three. Thank you. Am I on weed wacky today? <laughs> no. Mower three, Juan. Damn it. Mower three sucks. Always get mower three. But, yeah, so I, you know, <coughs> that's kind of a sad, that's kind of like my sad work history. <laughs> well, you know, when you've had almost 60 jobs. Yeah. You know, there's not a lot of work history in any of them. <laughs> you know, it's, it's like just a lot of jobs. I, I live in a pretty decent sized area and I could literally like drive down the road and be like, I worked there once. I worked there for a little bit. I had a little stand <laughs> over there. I may have worked there. I'm not sure. It was that one or another location. But yeah, so I just it's not that it's not that I don't like working. I just get bored. Yeah. And so I would just do something else. And it's kind of like, I don't regret that part of my work history. I know a lot of people would tell you, you know, you, no matter what, you should absolutely have the same job for your credit and all that. And, you know, for, you know, and for longevity and for security and all those things. But I think for a lot, most of my life, I realized none of these were going to be places I wanted to end up being. Like, I didn't, you know, I re- when I was a bike messenger, for instance, that was a sweet job, and it was super fun, and it was cool and hip, and I got to meet lots of really cool people and all that. But I realized I'm not going to be doing this till retirement, you know. Yeah. So when it was time to go, I packed up my bike and got the hell out of there. <laughs> and now they don't even have a, have that service downtown anymore in Detroit anyway, as far as I know. There's no downtown anymore, hardly. Nah, it's pretty small. <laughs> it's real small. Yeah, like, the, which was the Rensen, and now I think it, it's owned by jam now but uh so it's under i never even remember what the name is stuff changes here a lot 
But um, I mean, they have like that's like the main event where they would have like big things in the Detroit area. You know, yeah. like like if they have like a Comic Con or like any kind of big meetings or anything like that. It's all kind of in this like four block radius. Yeah, that's I've been it. there that's... for the car show. Yeah. Well, you you went to Woodward Cruise. Oh no, you went for the International Car Show. Yeah, I went to the International Car yeah. Show. Yeah, yeah, that's been moved now because they don't have Cobo Hall anymore. But uh, yeah, that's all big deals, man. That's all big deals here, but. Not not a lot really happens here anymore, you know? Yeah. Well, there's not many people there anymore. It's just abandoned building and abandoned building. Getting back to what you were saying earlier, though, um, you are talking about people being focused so much on, like, dreams versus goals, right? Yeah. I, I really kind of have a problem with that concept because I have dreams, right? Aspiration. But when I say dream... I don't feel that my dreams are unattainable. I feel mm-hmm. like they are challenging. I feel like a lot of people may not be able to achieve the, the type of things that I would like as a dream because things that I feel like I would chase for a dream would probably be not what most people would be like, why, why are you chasing that? Why would you do, do that? Because it's not necessarily going to be lucrative. It's not necessarily going to get you a lot of respect. It's not going to get you yeah. a, a title. It's not getting you a degree or a certification. But the kind of things that I get satisfaction out of as far as work and, and relationships and all those things is probably different than a lot of people. So, uh, you know, for instance, this has just been one of the most interesting and hopefully fulfilling things down the line that I ever did. And I'm, like, fully into it. Um, it's not it's not something that, that I take lightly. And it's it's just been such a great way to kind of like showcase our talent and yeah. and also our ability to connect with people. You yeah. know, come off as actual not douchebags. Because I yeah. know that prior to doing this podcast, I admit I was a complete podcast like Oh, those guys that do that stuff are just a bunch of egotistical assholes. <laughs> and now I'm one of them. <laughs> Who would have saw that coming? <laughs> well, I the the reason that I really thought I I could start a podcast and made me want to start it with you was my favorite podcast. It's just two regular guys. They're both comedians. Neither of them are like especially educated or anything. They just started like in one of their apartments, just recording on a computer and just put it out there. And it's funny and it's genuine. And they they do a different thing than we do. But I just was like, if those two guys can do it, anybody can do it. Like now, podcasting's getting a little bit a little bit overdone because like all the famous people are coming in, like all the TV show talk hosts and everybody are coming in and doing it, which is fine, but it's kind of killing the small podcast market in some ways because everyone's like, Oh, well I'd rather listen to Will Ferrell or Conan O'Brien or, you know, whoever, because I already know them or I already know their career. So we'll just listen to them instead. So I imagine it might be a little bit harder for us, but that hasn't deterred me because it's still a realistic goal. It's still a realistic dream. I had some, pretty outlandish dreams and i've gotten to live out a lot of them you just got to put in the work sometimes you have to wait sometimes you have to do both wait and put a lot of work in and And i don't know about you but where i'm from i'm kind of famous (laughs) 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 it's mostly in my head 
Uh, <laughs> clearly, you know, nobody, nobody's walked up to me and went, you know, you have a broadcasting voice. <laughs> when you said that, I was just like, man, at best I get like, hey, nice T-shirt. <laughs> like, just happen to wear the band you like today, I guess. Yeah. Because you know? <laughs> like, you'll when we get these pictures taken soon when yeah. you come to visit, people will realize why when when I'm out in public, nobody's thinking I'm famous. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I found this really awesome picture on your Facebook of you with a bass and uh, your wife was there in like an all red tracksuit. That's a funny picture. Oh, yeah. We were, uh, <laughs> that was Halloween. And I was going as Fieldy and she was going as Fred Durst. <laughs> that, that makes so much sense. I actually saw Fred Durst in Ethiopia of all places. Yeah, I remember that. That was nuts. I remember like, you. Was that? Yeah, that was Fred Durst. Yeah. Isn't that that's so funny? <laughs> like, why that? Why would you be out here? Because no one knows. That's exactly why. Yeah. Right. You <laughs> know. Nobody knows who he is. Well, even even if when you go to to Africa and you're just like a fat white person, it's kind of like being famous. Yeah. Because everyone assumes you're wealthy because you're fat. Yeah. And if you go into a remote enough area, there's people who may have not even ever seen anyone who was that fair skinned. Yeah. And so, you know, they want to touch you and everyone wants to talk to you and, you know, whatever. And that's like, I remember feeling like, man, this is kind of like maybe a little bit of what it would be like to be famous. Where, like, you kind of go anywhere and everyone wants to try and, like, talk to you or be near you or, you know. And I thought, man, I don't know if I'd ever want to be, like, not be able to walk down the street. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, don't, I don't think I would like that. The beauty of podcasting is, is unless somebody really is following us, they don't see, you can't see my face, can't see your face. We just, you know, maybe yeah. recognize your voice, but that's highly unlikely. But if they do follow me, do you know how easy that is? <laughs> uh, my pace is not too quick, man. I'm not going to be outrunning any paparazzi. They can send the old paparazzi out. To like, you know, Frank was going to retire, but uh, we need someone to follow on. He's not moving quick. <laughs> it's true it's kind of yeah but you know i still don't think that's gonna happen because we're not you know gonna get to that level like i want to be successful i'm gonna do good but i would love to be like top 10 but we'll see what that happens or not you know you never know well you know like i said dreams versus goals yeah that is uh, you know Having being able to touch a few people's lives and make their day and make them laugh, that's like always been just a dream. That's been a dream, yeah. and that seems kind of simple maybe to say, but honestly, to really pull that off, it's 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 a lot. There's a lot more to it than than that, you know. And so, yeah, that's kind of my dream. My you know my goals on the way are are just to uh, learn more about you know what we're doing, how we do it, and all those kind of things. And then, you know, and put the work ethic in, you know, I mean, it's, it's easy to sound like you just get on here and goof off and, you know, yeah. and, and that, you know, you don't do anything else all the rest of the week and then you just get on here for two hours and shoot the shit and nail it, you know, I mean, uh, Mark does all that extra work. I just kind of <laughs> do that. Just kind of get on here. And, you know. I'm going to be taking over more responsibilities all soon. 
I'll, I'll have yeah. to deal with all those hate uh, emails. <laughs> yeah. And I'll, I'll, de- I'll deal with the damage control. Because <laughs> I'm real good at diffusing particularly angry people. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I This last week, I was... A couple of nights, I was up to like almost 11 o'clock, work, 11 o'clock working on editing and accounts and stuff like that, getting things ready to, you know, submit the first five episodes and get them out there. And I was so tired. I was so glad when the weekend came. I was like, I ain't doing nothing this weekend. And then I tried to do it on the weekend. And then I was like, nope, don't do it. Like, keep your goals and priorities straight. Don't get sucked into thinking you have to be working all the time. Because <coughs> it was really easy to think that way. But so now we're back at it and now we're now I'm pretty close to caught up to where I want to be caught up to. So recording this week is going to be good because that'll give me a, another good workload to keep on attacking at. And I like that I'm going to be able to be out here. It's going to be a lot more comfortable for me. Yeah. And you're groovy looking a uh, barn there with your Pac-Man machine right behind you. Oh, yeah, man. That's my uh, that's my vintage Pac-Man. But I had it. I had it all restored. I had like newer controls put in and a trackball because it's a multi-cade. Uh-huh. So I, I really like Centipede, some of them old school games. Oh, yeah. So, and then they custom repainted it and everything. So, yeah, I'll never get rid of that one. No. I got one next to it that's like a, a Robotron Joyce multi-cade. And I, I, it's older and it's got like an old TV screen because the Pac-Man's got LED and all that. Yeah. But that one is Mario, man. So it's like, I'm not getting rid of that. It's got Mario on it, man. Heck yeah. So That's the I'll deal. probably play a couple games tonight. Oh, I'm jealous. I'm actually probably going to get something to eat because I'm starving and take a shower because I smell terrible. I was out playing. Speaking of a, uh, making time for the things that are important right before we started the podcast. I don't remember if I said this or not, but. Uh, my nephews came over wanted to play baseball, so I was out in the Texas heat getting all sweaty. He's so nice, and he's out and getting sweaty. Yeah. I'm just going to probably spend some quality time and play with my Jasmine when we get off the <laughs> podcast. It just, for some reason, my playing your play just don't sound the same. Your, no. your sound's all nice. <laughs> Yours just sounds just sweaty. <laughs> Shit, I wasn't ready for that, man. You can't throw that shit out at the end, man. I was, I was dialing down. I was heading down. I was coming in for the landing. I had my wheels down. I was ready to roll in there, and then he hit me with that. You're welcome. Horrible friend. But thank you, cause you got me. <laughs> That's when you know. That's when you know he really got me because I can't. My face, my face does a stupid ass grin, and it's I can't stop it, and I realize it, and I know how stupid I look. But that's when I'm really laughing, and I, I just give up. Fuck it, I'm just gonna look stupid for a minute. Thank you. I wish I could take a picture of this right now because oh, you do oh have this no, stupid grin. Would have been horrible. <laughs> <laughs> look like Chaba the Hut, but really happy. <laughs> Dude, you can't set me up like that I'm and sorry. just not expect me to just shoot you down like that, that. Well, no, and I appreciate a friend that can knock you down a few notches. 
It's like my wife was like, "Man, every time Mark slams you, you just you just take it and bounce right back." <laughs> I'm like, "Guys, yeah, he's just beating me out of kindness." He loves me. Yeah. He's just pointing out obvious facts. Also, when it's you just said, when you said in that promo, I was like, you know, if you hold the camera at eye level, it doesn't matter how tall you are. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh. It's like, yeah, thanks for highlighting my dumb moment. Good job. <laughs> In case you were wondering if he's simple, we should feel sorry for him. Here's a clip. <laughs> the thing is, is, it's like low hanging fruit. It's just easy. <laughs> oh my goodness. And I left it alone. Yeah. <laughs> oh. There's your fil- there's my second filter for the day. I feel like I did pretty good. <laughs> Hear that? Hear that? Hang two filters. All right? You're make you're making a difference, Hang. You're changing yeah. the world one one stupid podcast at a time. You're making yes. me a better person, Hang. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. She's only hurt. Yeah, that's pretty good. She's already contributing. I think we're going to have to get some more collaboration in there because that'll be good. And by collaboration, I mean, you know, some Vietnamese food. <laughs> that is the way to collaborate. Yeah. She actually was supposed to come over on Saturday uh, for the El Salvadorian food, but she never showed up. Or was it Sunday? I don't remember. One of those days. And she didn't show up. And so she really missed out because... I ate for like three people. It was absurd how much I ate. It was just so good. Anyway, so everybody, thanks for listening. And we will be back yeah, next time you hear us. So for now, Seahawk Predator out. And, you know, have a good time getting sweaty, Juan. And now that the podcast is going to be out, uh, if you really enjoy it, be sure to uh, share it, share the info to get it out as many people as possible. And, uh... You know, we do need the five-star rating because uh, if not, we can't continue on. So thank you. Yes, we appreciate every listener, everybody. And yeah, we will talk to you soon. Adios. Bye-bye.